Warning. This episode will contain a mention of sexual assault, which will be at barely the beginning, but if that's a topic you are really sensitive to, then you might want to skip this episode. You're listening to the, to Nick, the Nick DeRose, DeRose Show. Show. Alrighty, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Nick DeRose Show. I know it has literally been ages, like I haven't been on here for months by now. Um, Probably not even this year yet, so... I guess, welcome in 2021. Yeah, excuse any background noises like car honks and like anything you might hear from the kitchen. Uh, I hope it's not going to be too audible, but our topic today, uh, Q family, how conspiracy theories divide us. It has probably been in everyone's minds by now that like there is a crazy amount of conspiracy theorists like surging just now and like with the whole pandemic just getting more and more popular and it's really tearing us apart in terms of society as a whole but also as in like literally my own family but I'll talk about that later you know let's talk about like the the whole Q and movement first of all like what even is that yeah, in case you've missed it, the uh, QAnon conspiracy movement is a American conspiracy theory cult that is very racist, anti-Semitic, and very anti-establishment, and first appeared on the uh, website 4chan in 2013. They think that a global deep state elite is controlling the world, that they have a child traffickers pedophile sex ring and only stay young or looking young because they consume adrenochrome and yeah basically a crazy lot of just conspiracy theory things like adrenochrome is produced in the body by the oxidation of adrenaline and triggers uh, schizophrenia but has a similar less impactful effect but still powerful uh, on the body like lsd or uh, masculine which is also a drug and um yeah, these people from these dark elites supposedly harvest those from children they keep captive and torture for this very adrenochrome, which just already should sound like ridiculous and ring every bullshit bell you have in your head. But yeah, back to the cues. Apparently they are awaiting the day of the so-called storm in inverted commas where Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, George Soros and everyone else will be like exposed as the supposedly bad people they are and they also like the whole Q movement they have like supporters and splinter groups all over the world like even Japan I've read and they think that the Rothschild bankers who's a like German Jewish banker family but they've emigrated to the states in like uh, 18 1900 something yeah, apparently the Russian bankers have bought the complete global media world and since they just got the coins to do that, you know, and they control everything and if they don't want a certain thing to be published, then they will just block it. And yeah, like that just, like whenever I say this out loud, it just sounds so ridiculous, but these people like genuinely believe that that's the truth. Like in Germany, there have been protests since the beginning of the pandemic against lockdown measures and mask mandates, calling them muzzles and avoiding to wear them with like fake mask exemption certificates from their doctors. And in my opinion, like way too many shops still let people in with those certificates. Like I don't say like you're not allowed to buy groceries. I'm just saying that you're literally endangering the lives of people around you. I don't fucking care if you believe in it or not. 
you're not uh, like you should not be allowed to enter a shop without a mask like if you don't want to wear a mask that's fine then send someone else with a mask in or order your groceries or shit online you know like there are other ways to do it with like not being an asshole to uh not risk everyone else's life around you you know yeah but in germany people have the right to peacefully protest it is said in our grundgesetz the basic laws in our constitution so um this is literally the right that allows them to dance in the streets without masks i mean technically they are supposed to wear masks but the police is literally on like such a softy uh you know mindset with those people and never really uh ends those protests the way they should if they would accordingly act the same way they always end left protests where like uh there's like one trash can burning and they're like there with like two water cannons and with them they have like way too little police force on way too many protesters that's just what i'm saying you know like these people dance in the streets and think like it's all bullshit when literally a few blocks away in the hospitals of this country people are dying by the hundreds every single day just how can you be that respectless like i get it you know like the pandemic is putting us all in in extraordinary situations we've never been in before and we all try to cope with it differently but at the same time this is a pretty extreme way to cope with it you know like this whole pandemic gave conspiracy theorists just the perfect starting point for their um for their bullshit to reach the masses like um i know this is not a objective way of journalism that i'm doing right now when i'm always saying this is bullshit but like it literally is bullshit like there is no sources to just support these claims because they're just so outrageous and yeah like maybe you see now how like all this crazy stuff is just made up because there was no way in hell this is actually like really happening just because it is just so baseless you know um you might ask now why do you why do i say this you know why do i say this like is all bullshit you know like maybe those people's claims are true we don't know that but at the same time these q groups um in the states mostly operate through facebook and many of the German groups uh, through their Russian uh, instant messaging service, Telegram. Because allegedly those are the only free channels and Twitter and Instagram and everything else is corrupt and censored and not to be trusted, as same as YouTube. And like, as much as I hate these dumb, racist, baseless claims, I also hate censorship. And yes, the social media services are still private companies that give you the right to voice your thoughts and opinions and publish them within the law of these countries and within the guidelines of said services. So yes, those networks do censor, but only the stuff that goes against the guidelines, like nudity, pornography, depictions of violence and everything else. Like on YouTube and Instagram, it's all the time. Like if there's just like one female boob flash, it's instantly taken down and your account is going to be flagged, you know? But like literally every network you sign up for has these guidelines and you automatically agree to keep those guidelines if you sign up for an account because otherwise you're not allowed to use this service like it is that easy like it's um th- a few months ago i think or like a year ago there were people just posting on facebook like he- i hereby uh withdraw my consent for uh facebook to use my photos uh for for advertising purposes or something and it's like it it doesn't work like that like you can't just 
go like 200 uh, kilometers per hour on the autobahn and then just be like i hereby withdraw my consent for uh respecting other drivers lives or or their security and just drive however the fuck i want no there are certain rules you have to keep if you want to use or participate in this very service just the whole claim that these networks are censoring is also so baseless because when you literally can't pass a day by now without seeing this bullshit content online when there are conspiracy youtube videos and channels with millions of views like it just doesn't make any sense like nobody is getting censored on there because if it really was censored then this shit wouldn't be so popular and so you know um in the minds of everyone the other big doubt in my head that really is like a big blinking neon sign screaming bullshit is the whole election debate like how can you say you work democratically and then not accept any other winner than yourself, <laughs> Trump. Um, like, just accept the L and go. But the way Trump was raised by his dad, Fred Trump, was very toxically masculine, very winner mindset, but a winner mindset that is not like a healthy winner that can lose as well, but more like a winner to to win at all costs and to just really do anything it takes to win. So uh, that's also why he obviously tries to do everything to still like get to win this election, which he like clearly lost like by far and by democratic measures. And, you know, it's also weird to, to hear from these people that like Trump is the underdog who like isn't part of the big global elite. Like, why wouldn't he be? Literally, like this guy is a senile man. He just has like a shit ton of money. And he's also like many, many women came forward and said that he was like a predator, that he was like assaulting and raping people sexually. Like he is literally everything you say that these like global elites like Hillary Clinton and whoever the fuck not are like, it just doesn't make any sense why Trump would not be in this uh, like elite or why he would be like the underdog out of those people, you know, like. They say, like, he has, like, hidden messages in his tweets, like, no, this guy is just mental and needs, like, fucking psychological help. But yeah, once we're at elections, you know, if the whole system was to be rigged and controlled, then why would they let Trump to be president in the first place? That wouldn't make any sense. You know, if if you control the whole media and the whole politics and whatnot, then why would you let this supposedly underdog person let get to the, like, to the top of the world governments? Like, the POTUS is probably the most powerful man in the world with nukes he has and everything else and the whole influence and so like why would they also let like ultra right-wing afd in germany have so many votes if they supposedly don't believe in democratic elections like it doesn't make any sense you know none of these theories just even correspond to a shred of truth like merkel being hitler's daughter or the refugee streams coming in into germany since like 2013 being there to switch out the true germans like the, the bio german nordic people like you know there's uh, the other german party the uh, npd um which is a hardcore right extremist neo-nazi party that has this expression that uses a lot um to stir up hatred and make make people anxious you know it's uh, in german you say heute sind wir tolerant morgen fremd im eigenen land meaning today we're tolerant and tomorrow we're strangers in our own country and the Q movement has a lot of overlap with such people too, but it should already stop crossing your mind that we are being exchanged as a population for Muslim and 
African people of some sort when you realize that there are only 5% of Muslims in Germany, yet Islamophobia and hate towards different life concepts like that seems to be higher than ever. Uh, there is 50% of Germans who wouldn't agree that a person wearing a hijab, which is like a headpiece that Muslim women wear, um, that a person wearing that couldn't be German, which is just strange because like religion and nationality are two completely different things. The use of the term Heimat, meaning home or homeland, is also at an all-time high, which uh, happens whenever there is a large change in society, like after World War II or the fall of the Berlin Wall, digitalization and, and global hyper-capitalism as we have it today, because people need something to like hold a grip on and people you know, want to have some sense of security in their life. So uh, this, this term and this feeling of homeland and, and you know, your own community has really been sort of watered down, um, but at the same time became more and more important and uh, questioned in the last years. So yeah, that's also like a, a hard time we live through. German was never really denazified in Germany, say entnazifiziert, meaning that they would actively fight Nazi structures and mindsets and uh, to come with terms with our 20th century history. But instead, German authorities turn a blind eye on anything just remotely right-wing and think that leftist people and socialism are the scapegoats to worry about and the way bigger danger, which is just really ridiculous when the amount of, of right-wing crimes and the amount of right-wing people hurting anyone who isn't in their narrow way of life is just way higher, way by far, way higher than the amount of left attacks or crimes in that way, because the biggest part of these so-called left crimes are actually done with a permanent marker when they vandalize like voting um, like advertisements for these right parties. So, you know, don't trust the statistic. You haven't faked yourself. It's just what I can say to this. And uh, they it just really is like a very pathetic try to make left people the boogeyman again. Because, um, yeah, it's what they always did, you know? Yeah, I mean, if anyone, it should be our country, Germany, to know that right-wing authoritarian leadership and regimes shouldn't really be the way to go. You know what I mean? Like, there was, like, some, some Austrian guy who kind of, you know, mixed up the country some, some centuries ago. Uh, not centuries, decades, I'm sorry. So, um, yeah. Why am I telling you all of this? Well... A family member of mine told me about a week ago that another close family member went to a QAnon, or in German Querdenker, meaning lateral thinkers, protest. And, you know, so I, I called them. I was like, yo, what the fuck is up with that, you know? Um, and their first words were, there is a great injustice taking place in our country. So I was like, what do you mean by that? Like, explain. So they explained. And what followed was an hour-long talk where we tried to explain our different like views on reality and views on the world and it was so strange because you didn't feel like this person was the person you've been knowing for years of your life before it feels like you live in two different worlds and as if they were a stranger almost you know like the person I'm talking about always seemed like a fairly friendly, down-to-earth, nature-loving person, so they were not like some racist uncle that like everyone has in their family, but more like really like a, you know, like a normal average person who, who like even was left, you know, like 
there there were like two mainstream origin movements of people you have in this like German Q movement and one of them being like the super right wing anti-state neo-nazis patriots etc who like believe Germany is not like a, a sovereign nation but still occupied by the like the allied forces that took over after World War Two and um, you know all that stuff and then on the other hand you have these radicalized hippies who are like the like the people who used to vote for the Green Party but now became like radicalized through Corona and like don't believe in vaccinations and like don't trust the mainstream media and the mainstream medicine either you know and and take their like you know homeopathic essential oil stuff which um yeah this is obviously <laughs> working not in case that wasn't completely clear um yeah but it just feels so strange to have this phenomenon you only know from the news to all of a sudden appear in your own family and in like the close family you know it doesn't it's not just like some estranged uncle you talk to like three times a year you know it's just like someone really close to you and it makes it even it makes it so much harder to uh talk about and so much more personal and um Especially when you're not like a conflict-loving person, like rather strive towards harmony and peace for everyone, you know? But you can also not, not talk about it because it is an important topic and you have to talk about it. And, you know, like when these people who I'm sure you also have, um, like some of my listeners um, have in your own family, when they have been brainwashed like that for years, it is really hard to get them out of there. And because, you know, unlike smoking or drinking, they don't realize that this is a problematic, toxic habit. So they don't see reason either to stop participating in this cult-like behavior. And it just, it really is a burden on your whole family because like on one hand, you want to be uh, like loving towards this person because like they still are your family and you've been knowing them for decades. But on the other hand, you can't discuss with them when every single argument you give them is immediately put off as state influence propaganda. And you're just a sheep uh, if you wear a mask and you feel like, who is this person that I've known all my life? Like, they're not a dumb person. They've studied at a university. They should like they should know scientific research methods and fact-checking sources for credibility and truthfulness. But instead, they just you know they say they're like interested in only the truth. But what's really going on is then like them only getting their news from Telegram and YouTube and literally not any other news source. Like how are you gonna say that you're not biased when you're clearly completely biased and the truth is only what you believe to be is the truth and this confirmation bias is just kicking i also felt hurt myself in a way because like these movements are obviously also like homophobic against everything that has to do with tolerance as one does when their movement is right wing and although this family member hasn't said anything like specifically homophobic towards me there were one or two racist and islamophobic remarks which that person literally would have never have said like a few years ago when we had literally a refugees welcome poster at our house. So it just hurts me that this one extremely toxic ideology and propaganda in a way is just splitting our family so hard because it made it's I'm sorry, like it just it just splits our family because it made its way into the head of one of our family members and suddenly like literally still everyone else is affected and it just makes life even harder on top of the whole pandemic and on top of the whole lockdown happening and 
when you already haven't had the greatest relationship to that person in the first place, it's even harder now to like to to really get like a, a genuinely good connection to them. And it just it makes life so hard. This person is not willing to discuss with you like properly either. It just it is so sad and yeah, I don't I don't really know what to do. I just really thank you for for listening to this and um if you have similar cases in your family, really feel free to text me to uh discuss with me if you feel like doing that. My handles are ethnic DeRose everywhere, so you can just message me there. Thank you for listening. As always, stay safe, stay hydrated, uh, eat enough, go outside once in a while, take your medications, and stay safe in this apocalyptic dystopian reality we live in. Thank you for listening, everyone. See ya.